1: <laughs> I'm a you still got it. <laughs> it's your girl, Shanti.
0: And it's Antoinette. And we are around, around the way curls. curls. Join
1: us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a, a thing. thing. Yes, oh. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to a around the way curls
0: oh i like i'm it. really
1: working on this jingle <laughs> i like it <laughs> hey girl hey welcome to a round the way curls <laughs> you, ch- you changed it that fast <laughs> <laughs> y'all want to know who different. write jasmine songs <laughs> i do nigga <laughs> ghostwriter child <laughs> she said no <laughs> i said child oh well i don't think you can
0: hear me often i we've been it's too spe- low
1: i'm a bit traumatized by having you in my headphones on the right, on the other end so i turn <laughs> I feel it like
0: really low there's sometimes when i when if i catch certain clips or when i'm editing the clips or do a patreon i'll hear that i'm saying something and you don't acknowledge it at all and i'm like i don't think she can hear me or maybe you're just ignoring me or maybe i shouldn't be speaking I don't wow, know. That
1: was interesting turn of
0: that <laughs> yeah, journey truly, that you just took. Us all on. the
1: things. It was not
0: one positive one <laughs> from it. No, it wasn't. <laughs> They're not negative, but I'm like, oh, maybe I'm cutting her off, and so she keeps. She's she's intentionally continuing to speak. I think I'm adding to what you're saying, or like being affirming in what you're saying. Like, mm-hmm, girl, yeah, cause and then you just you just full speed ahead. It's kind of how Sonny Hostins does on The View. But well, that's only when people are trying to challenge her and speak over her, and she just keeps on talking as though she doesn't hear them at all. Oh, we getting our ad. I'm gonna turn this game off. The six the current Sixter score is 68 to 97. You really hate to see it. And it was because Joelle and B's hurt ass came back in a game. Because Joel he won an, and B's? That name goes. Embiid. <laughs> He won MVP of the league, most valuable player, Sounds but he's like hurt he's and he, he forced his right comeback. Now. He's hurt, Shanti. All right, what are your updates? Don't talk about my team.
1: <laughs> well, I'm very excited and have been very busy. I'm helping curate the Roots Marketplace this year. If you guys were there last year, um, the Sable Collective participated on one of the days, but... I'm excited for what we're gonna do this year. We're bringing some of Philly's finest small businesses under that tent. We're gonna have some cool activations. I'm grateful for the opportunity and super excited about it, and slightly terrified. So, I'm working on um, changing my narrative about myself, bro. And it's been. It's been, I'm not quite convinced yet. (laughs) I'm not quite convinced of this new narrative. But I'm shocked. For one, because I'm helping to curate the marketplace, I can't be as present to my actual vending booth. So it requires me to make sure that everything is running and everything is like, stabilize without me being there and this is the first time that I've made this happen ever and once I like create these systems and get clarity and get the help and the support that I need this shit is repeatable and it's really big so I hope that it um I'm excited for this experience I'm excited for the growth that's possible here I'm grateful for the help Shout out to Project Motherfucking P on the ones and twos helping make this possible. Um, And I hope that y'all buy tickets and come through because it's a Hotep's wet dream. Again, we mentioned it on the last episode. This lineup for the music is going to be really wonderful. And I think that uh, what they have planned, all the little activations are going to be a thing. So once I execute this, roots marketplace and I'm not the main person running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I can repeat it. And I'm trying to do that in New York. I'm trying to be in New York for Juneteenth this year. So I asked on the interwebs and it got no, not a lot of responses internet. You offered, um, some insight, but I really want to know like, where are the dope Juneteenth events? Um, and what's, if it's not Juneteenth, what other events could Sable pop up in to New York to do some vending? Um, shout out to. Did Crook you Fest reach
0: out to Nas?
1: I don't know. No, I don't know what Nas, what he do. You
0: sh- Nas just know everybody. You should reach out to Nas.
1: I will do that. But yeah. if you're a listener, if you're a promoter, if you know anybody, please reach out and let us know where we can, um, get in so yes clarity and systems repeatable systems let's go this is cracking
0: me up it's cracking me up because I feel like the things that you say on here I'll be like nah and then the things I say on here sometimes you're like nah and then somehow we both discover it on our own and we're like yeah, I think I think I need to rest. <laughs> and then you're like, yo, I think I need to put systems in place and processes. <laughs> processes. It's very interesting. When you're close to it. Black, my friend Black says this all, all the time. I'm too close to it. You can't hear it from me. And then he gets frustrated because <laughs> I'll hit him up and be like, yo, guess what I just read? <laughs>
1: like And people you people up come me. to it at their own time. I think we yeah. You can't yeah. It could be any and everybody saying the same thing, but it's not gonna become a reality until you're ready, yeah. until it really awakens in you. So, shout out well, to growth, amen.
0: My updates. I realized the other day. So I was talking to who was I talking to? I can't remember. I'm talking to somebody. about social media and they were saying or just about my life and they were like nah like people are always saying yo, that's cap there's no way that you're not out and about and gallivanting and having a ton of fun and you know being hella social and dating and living it up and I said why do y'all think that And they were like you know I just I see you on social and I said wow that's it I said, what y'all need to understand and what I'm understanding is that because I'm so isolated due to overworking, that my social life, 90% of it, I would say, 85 to 90, is social media. Is me on my stories, cutting up, being goofy, talking about the game, putting up a meme, commenting on something political, That is my social time. That is how I connect with community. Mm. And that is tragic. (laughs) (laughs) So I um, am actively uh, putting myself in situ. I'm going, I, I went out on a school night, child, what day is it? I think it was Monday. I'm exhausted. I went to a friend's Met Gala viewing at a fancy hotel. And it was nice. It was fine. But I realized I knew three people there. I had met two other people there before. And I was so awkward. I was so awkward. I think maybe I was awkward. My social skills are just not as good. I need someone to to disarm me. I need someone to like, I don't know. I I need there to be, to feel connected to someone first now. I have a really hard time just going up to people and being like, hi, then I'm just joining in the conversation, especially when the conversation's around fashion. I don't really know a whole lot about fashion. So I was like in the cut and thank God black was there. We, we was watching the game on his phone. Like <laughs> it was like that kind of vibe. But I I took note like Gia was there. It's like I know Gia. What the fuck? Like you know Gia and you're being weird and awkward. And why aren't you sitting down next to her and talking and like fully immersing yourself in in this community? Why? I cuz I feel I'm out of practice. I'm out of practice. I'm I'm fine when I'm with people who I know already, you know? but new folks i i'm realizing from not being um in the office from speaking to screens social media mm. turning into my social time mm. even the the flow of the conversation of like knowing or just feeling it out and feeling the rhythm and knowing when to talk and then You know, like sometimes you like insert yourself you're like, oh, that wasn't the right time because they weren't done. Like even reading someone's breath or when they're finished speaking, their cadences, I'm all off. I'm Mm. all off. Because we're cutting people off constantly on online because half the time, at least on my team, they're not even on camera, child. So you can't even see when they're taking their breath or when they're done speaking. So Mm. there's an awkward pause and then you speak. Interesting. So I I'm just like, odd. It's it's like my handwriting out of practice. I'm typing too much. Hmm. Now my handwriting shit, and also my social skills are are lacking. They're lacking. You got to get so out there. I got to get out there. Why not? <sighs> no, I got to. So I'm gonna I'm going to attempt to. Yeah, I'm going to attempt to just. Be more, I don't know. I don't, it's not inviting, but open. It's not open because it, it's not that. It's like engaging with people I don't know and curious about them. Mm,
1: that's a good word. You know, that's the word. Yep. I love So it. I'm going to do that. <clears throat> <I love laughs>
0: and it. then I realized on social media, it's easier to do because most of the people I'm interacting with have, we have some sort of common ground because they know me. Mm -hmm. You know, they follow me. So they're responding to something that they know of me or Mm -hmm. they've heard me say, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, there's, we're familiar at least one way. Mm. So it's it's, it's, strange too. It's strange. It's strange. Everything's strange. Also, I want to ask the Around the Way Curls community, please. I don't normally do stuff like this, but I would. I would like some prayers to be sent to my mother's husband, who I guess, I never say this, who is technically my stepfather. (laughs) He is about to undergo some serious surgeries. And he's an older man. And I guess it's just dawning on me that our parents are aging. And it's very scary. And I'm gonna go home and attempt to care for him. He's kind of a curmudgeon he probably won't want me to, much, but it's, it's serious. And my mom is really scared and.
1: Mm-hmm. It's uh, a big deal. This is very, very, um,
0: it's yeah, a it's a pivotal, deal. very, yeah.
1: very pivotal moment. And yes, prayers so, for everybody involved.
0: Yeah. If y'all could, if y'all could send out just some healing energy
1: because child,
0: I ain't even going to think about it. I'm just I'm just convinced. I'm like he going to have this shit done. And that's what you And have come to out do. yep as grumpy as he mm-hmm. always is. Mm-hmm. Bless his heart and soul. Mm-hmm. Um and lastly this will come out on Monday and also tomorrow you can catch me on see the thing is is 20th ep, 20th 200th episode. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. Yes. Making it to 200, doing their damn thing and inviting me on to celebrate with them. So that will surely be a good time. OK, that's all. Please rate and subscribe and share. You know, I was begging y'all to rate and subscribe and I don't think anybody did it. <laughs> so I don't want to keep asking. It just its sad. Let me see. Did anybody do it? Somebody DM'd and was like, "I want you to know that I I left a review today, but I don't see it." Oh no, she did. <laughs> Not yourself. Oh no, they did. They did. I lied. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of them. Oh, I lied. Shanti, look.
1: There's My a Keanu. whole bunch. Thank you oh, so shout much. Out see to y'all. Look at you disparaging the community. It's I didn't see them. Apple
0: must suggest. I looked yesterday. She like, damn, they was like, "Fuck y'all." It. No, they did. There's so many. <laughs> Oh keep it
1: going. It helps visibility. It helps so with credibil-
0: much. credibility, even though No, there's like 20. So wow. shout out shout to out our to community. Y'all. That was amazing. I swear these weren't there yesterday. <laughs>
1: if you want to offer some financial support to around the way curls, we would also really appreciate it. And we really need it. Um to be completely oh. honest. It offers us um the ability to just like I said, create systems create um opportunities for other people as well and it frees us up to be a little bit more creative in the content that we offer y'all so please consider joining our patreon become our patron shout out to Mimi Alexis and Roshia. I feel like Roshea be coming in and out would be like showing up like I'm gonna take a break I'm back but yep. I always come back shout out to you you know who you are we appreciate you join yep. the patreon it is a subscription-based offering where you can pay <clears throat> five seven or ten come on ten um to help us keep this thing going <sighs> thank you also don't you have you just you're providing also, i a- just did a patron yeah. uh, an extra um video shout out to april pew Marion Pugh, she is the owner of Philadelphia Printworks. She's somebody that I have admired for a long time um as a small business owner here in Philadelphia. So we have some What is Philadelphia Printworks? Philadelphia Printworks is a social justice apparel company and she started DIY by herself and made it to the likes of Megan the Stallion rocking her shit. So mm-hmm. she is definitely somebody to uh, look up to and she just shares her experience um and yeah i'm still figuring out what you guys want from this uh business content somebody commented and offered um a suggestion so the more suggestions that you offer the more you know we're creating content that's relevant um and not a waste of anybody's time so please Don't. do tell us what to create as well <laughs>
0: um Something listen, this Uh-oh. is a this is a new thing. I don't know if it's going to stick. We got some around the way curls awareness. It do, I, it dawned on me the other day. And Shanti and I were talking about do, it offline. Do you
1: want to break real quick before we jump into that, my queen? It's my only 16
0: president? minutes in, so I was going to pivot from that. If that's okay.
1: Oh. So <laughs> earlier um, the better.
0: <laughs> the around the way curls awareness, I think this is going to turn into a segment where Shanti and I we, we're po- we're gonna talk about we're gonna give the folks some PSAs, all right? We're gonna say, hey, everybody, danger. We danger? need you to know about this. <laughs> yeah, danger, danger. And the thing that I've noticed is that the men are weaponizing bell hooks and all the you writers. Know? Okay. They weaponizing the books, y'all. All these books that they are banning. The men are finding them, they reading them, <laughs> and they learning certain words, these buzzwords, <laughs> and wreaking havoc. Okay? I be seeing it on Instagram. They then they post it on Instagram, they posting the quotes, you know, the quotes going viral. All these men, like the Joels, the Jason Rosario's, the Dars, the Blacks, the Rashids. They think they slick. <laughs> you know? They they read Bell. Who else did they read? Child? That's all I know. They read- <laughs>
1: No, they weaponizing it against those that haven't read bell hooks, <laughs> Adrian so, Marie Brown, <laughs> Audre Lord. They
0: they woke now, and I'm playing because I love every single one of those humans that I <laughs> mentioned. I'm playing with y'all, but they are the new hot commodity. These Just woke how they're getting in a panties, mm-hmm, emotionally intelligent reading Negroes. They are the new ball players. I'm nah. seeing the shift. I'm seeing <laughs> it. <laughs> Their currency is up and then they get the talking. I have watched it. I have, you don't know how many people are in my DMS asking me about my homies. Oh my God. Don't let it be black. Lord Jesus. Not that he's a photographer that makes curvy women look like themselves and, and showcases them in such beautiful ways. Then he's also an artist who's sitting there and doing his little dots and creating his beautiful like art. And then speaking over it about mindfulness and meditation Chow, he eating it up. <laughs> they, they eating it up. Okay. <laughs> now black, I will say he could care less. He's a moke. I don't, he's a whole other, <laughs> other being, but I can only imagine. I have people in my DMs asking about Jason Rosario, child Joelle, Dar. They wouldn't dare to ask about the other one that I named because they know the head would be taken straight off. Okay? But I need y'all to be aware that not all of these men are using their powers for good. The ones I named, I'm vouching for. Fuck with them heavy. I believe in them. They're the others. You got to watch them. So if you hear a man saying words like grace, intersectionality, patriarchy, trauma, projection, therapy, the work, Uh, reflection, uh, care, rest, love. Not love. You you (laughs) got to watch (laughs) them. You got to trust them. You gotta watch them. <laughs> You've gotta you're oh, not well. They might be we great. Aren't Again, well. <sighs> I named many that are absolutely phenomenal beings. I vouch for them. I'm I'm secretly playing. This is actually honestly a joke. But <laughs> not really. Because then there are the others you can't trust. You just don't know. You just don't know. So, Shanti, my question to you. Uh-uh. How many. Of the above words, are they allowed to say in one sentence before it's a red flag?
1: I say um, two. In one Whoa! meeting. <laughs> if two. it's one meeting and he drops intersectional, in- child, intersectionality, patriarchy, and therapy, that's cap. It's cap. That's it's three, cap. Shanti.
0: That's <laughs> what I said. Oh, so he can drop two without it being a red flag.
1: Yeah, three is cap.
0: Wow, He's
1: ca- yo, I was out, I went or it's recently possible, to a cap. mix it. It's
0: possible cap because again,
1: he just I, try It's it's virtual. It's virtue signaling, which is also ooh. should be included on that too. All the words niggas <laughs> are saying. What's the other words? What's the virtue virtue signaling? We can't even say them. Capitalism. Oh,
0: I forgot pleasure.
1: <laughs> Eff- ethical.
0: <laughs> the. Oh, pronouns. Put pronouns on there. Not pronouns. Y'all can't say shit. I don't trust it. Okay, Uh, just don't speak.
1: Poor, poor men. They can't grow. (laughs) They're like, there's no chance for growth.
0: Damned if you do, damned (laughs) if you don't. don't. No, that's a joke, but it's not.
1: (laughs) So I I don't know. Get in where you fit and make that (laughs) make sense. Good luck.
0: But ladies, I need y'all to know that I'm not playing matchmaker. I need you to get out my DMs stop asking are they really me about in
1: your yes yes Listen, black is the it. worst women one. are shooting their shot i love it go me ahead. too but Let like please
0: go shoot your shot to them please get out my dms please lord i'm like y'all are hot to trot yes. now relax <laughs> and the you know what I think I'm insulted because they don't even ask if it's a possibility that I'm <laughs> dating them or if there's anything going on. They just be like, what's up with him? He fine. Da, 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 he bow-legged. I'm like, y'all are, really have no respect for me or yourselves.
1: God it's damn like, It's like really <laughs> more and more problematic
2: <laughs>
0: All right. That was Around the Way Curl Awareness. You're welcome. Next week, Shanti will come back and let us know she also has a theory about apparel. It's true. It's tricky. You also men are also aren't allowed to wear clothing anymore either. No, we don't specific, trust them. Specific <laughs>
1: specific <laughs> don't speak. Things are red flags. Don't
0: read books. Don't try to elevate. Don't
1: try to elevate. And don't you dare not be elevated or not read a goddamn <laughs> book. Mm mm.
0: Somewhere in between. But figure it out. Good luck. Let's take a break.
1: All right, we'll catch <laughs> Will you on the you flip sing? side. I don't want to see. I'm said, not all right. <laughs> catch you on the flip side now.
2: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com/slash/metaverseimpact. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.
0: All right. Bye. And we are back. Hot shit.
2: Um,
0: I would like to encourage people to watch Couples Therapy. I've never watched it.
1: It's Shanti really good. Shanti has. Oh, it's, it's chef's kiss. So, so well done.
0: I'm invested in it because my co-host... From Can't Afford Therapy, Josh, is on this season. Yes. He actually, he's crazy. He he thinks that no one's going to know that he's on this. I keep telling him, like, bro, I know that you went on there for real therapy. Because that's that's his thing. He doesn't want to promote it because he's like, I really wanted to work with that therapist. It's the only reason why I went on that show. Heard you, King. But... I keep telling him, like, you gotta promote this. This is a thing, but he won't. So I'm gonna promote it. He's on there doing the hard work. I'm
1: sorry, he doesn't want it to promote it because he thinks it'll be self. He just thinks it's like I didn't go like on it's there. Yucky.
0: F- yeah, I didn't go on there for celebrity or to be known. I really wanted to work with that therapist, and that was the end.
1: That's the Lord's work, yeah, for real. It, those couple. He wrote
0: the therapist. He wrote the therapist those- and asked her to to work with them and she was like well would you want to come on the show and he was like no and she was like but do you <laughs> and and he was like the- yes and then he was like maybe
1: but the more than anything i rest assured that it's the lord's work that those couples are offering their situation their examples because every single couple has a relatable Um, dynamic in their relationship that is so helpful for the Mm. viewer to watch and see and it's it's less of like being a voyeur and judging them and more being like oh I see myself in them I love how they're working through this it's possible I'm going to use these tools for myself so it's I'm very excited to watch it. And I'm very excited for this new season. So, is it on now? Is it on? Yeah, it's it started, out and Yay. all of the episodes are available, so you can yes. binge it. And it's on Showtime. I've not watched that before. I don't even got Showtime.
0: Hmm. You probably did like a um pro like a trial. You can binge something I gotta in a get month. That thing back. Um. In other news, Dear Mama on Hulu, story of Tupac and Afeni Shakur. It is amazing. Oh, I'm learning things about his mom, Afeni, not his mom, Afeni. That is her name. She is not just his mom. Um, that I never knew, and it gives you so much more insight into his psyche and into her. And there's a lot of Panthers, former Panthers, her sister. The, the story it's so well done. Um, I'm I believe. I believe that the director um, is, a. I think he's the same director from like paid in full. Like he's, he's that guy. He's also going to do the Snoop Dogg doc. And I think he's doing the Marvin Gaye doc after that, Mm. but he does really good work. And I'm only on like episode three, but I would, I would suggest that folks check it out because I've read a lot on Tupac. I had like a major crush on him. Growing up, especially when I was in my HoTep um, phase, my revolutionary phase, and um, yeah, what an, what an, what a dynamic young being! Damn, short Sorry.
1: amount of time too. He short did, amount he, of time did a lot,
0: but his mom, his mom instilled that shit in him early. She was incredible. She she like raised up in like higher ranks within the black Panther party. And we all know that there was patriarchy or is patriarchy in many, um, many organizations around liberation and quote unquote, you know, social justice. But wow, I didn't, something that I learned and I'm forgive me because I watched this episode maybe like a week and a half ago, but There was, I think, I think it was Harlem Hospital where they were, there was a young woman with sickle cell anemia and they wouldn't treat her. Instead, they would just say, oh, she has a cold and they sent her away. The mother went to the, the parties, like the Black Panther Party headquarters and Afeni um, helped to organize uh, a sit-in and demand that this child be treated. And she drafted the basically patient bill of rights. And that has been the foundation for every hospital in the country. Wow. Like I had no idea. That's incredible. So it doesn't surprise me that Pac was in jail trying to organize the way that he was trying to organize and have like prisoners rights and things like that. It's just in his DNA. Um, but she's mm-hmm. an incredible. That's what I love about it. You learn so much about her, and without her, there is no him. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. really incredible story there. Also, I wanna. I don't know if you've been seeing this, but Janet Jackson is on tour, y'all, and the clips are coming out on social medias. That lady is dancing around and carrying on at fifty six. She's fifty six. Listen, age ain't nothing but a number. No, age is a real number, and I was. Flabbergasted. I don't know how she's doing it, but she's out here killing it. She's on tour with Ludacris.
1: With Ludacris? I, that's so interesting to me. Why? I don't know. Why is she on tour with Ludacris? Why wouldn't she be on tour with Ludacris? I, don't know, I did not know that they like had crossed audiences. Wouldn't assume it, but shout out to well, that collab. Shout out to Ludacris. I I Luda. Would,
0: I would be listen, Luda people sleep on him, but he dynamic. Dynamic.
1: One of the best voices and cadence. One of the best voices.
0: Articulation? One of the most creative, out-of-the-box visuals. Really interesting. Like, he was a very interesting artist. If you go back and look at his videos, he took his time with that stuff. He was definitely influenced by Missy. Not saying that he was Missy Elliott at all, but he, he was doing... He was imaginative. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, and lastly, I want to call some awareness to a group of black artists purchased Nina Simone's childhood home. This was back in twenty seventeen, and now they are uh, planning an auction and a benefit gala to restore it. And the auction is in collaboration with the National Trust African-American Cultural Heritage Action Fund. That's a mouthful. Um, and it's going to be a live online auction at Sotheby's and will feature works from internationally renowned contemporary artists. Uh, there's one, two, th- uh, Cicely Brown, Ellen Gallagher, Rashid Johnson, Roberto Longo, and the list goes on and on. Um, yeah, I am trying to figure out where this auction is going to be and I can't find it. So if anybody has any information, I know that it's up, that it's coming up and that the auction will go live May 12th through the 22nd. But I know it's supposed to be online as well and I can't find that information out. So if you have any of that information, let us know. But that's something to look out for because I think that's a dope cause to get involved with 90. and just support if you're looking for art. You know, that's, that would be something that's dope. dope. Yeah. Politics as usual. We don't have them this week. I didn't get a chance to do adequate research on any of the above, but I do want to call out that the godfather of AI, speaking of AI, we just did a whole episode on it, Joffrey Hinton, he has left Google, quit for fear of what his work will now bring he said that he consoles himself at night saying that well if i didn't do it someone else would he is terrified for what's to come when it comes to ai so He
1: he didn't quit because he has beef with google and says that google's handling it um with caution he quit just so that he could warn people
0: yeah oh no i i don't i'm not saying he has beef with google But he's just like, this is,
1: yeah. Well, that's disturbing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That feels a little bit. Is he telling us what a nigga need to do? No. Well, we got to, we got to tap into Jeffrey, Joffrey,
0: Joffrey. Um, again, didn't, didn't get to deep dive into that article as much as I would like to, but we'll be back next week. Also next week, we need to talk about Sudan. A lot going on there. It's very sad. Say a prayer to tonight. Um, Again, can't deep dive into it because I want to be as informed as possible. And lastly, another mass shooting in Atlanta.
1: That was Five, around the corner from from
0: Big Shaw. Really? Mm-hmm. Terrible. Five women shot, one deceased, um, in a medical center. This is the one hundred and eighty eighth mass shooting of the wow. year.
1: <laughs> um, in May? In may <laughs> <laughs> God damn.
0: Yeah. So we will see what will happen. 188th. Hmm. I looked it at that. Now that I Googled as of May 3rd, I'm sure by the time this comes out, there'll be sadly more. It's just, I don't know what's going on. Um, I think that they've added that. You know how they have warnings um, for like travel warnings for different countries. That's on ours for people who are traveling to the U S that's a warning when it comes to danger. Wow. And that's mass real. shootings. Yeah. Wow. All right. Moving right along into pop culture. This is where we're going to stay for most of the episode this week. Go ahead, Shanti.
1: Shout out to Jamie Foxx. Speaking of prayers and the power of prayer and hopefully the full recovery of our beloved Jamie Foxx. He recently posted on his social media. "Uh, Thank you for all the love. I feel blessed. So sounds like he is um, conscious at least and hopefully on his way to getting better. I hope Shout he out. typed it.
0: I don't I know, know if he did because just earlier today they were asking the family was reminding people to please pray. Girl. And so I'm just like, oh my God, I hope that he's okay. I really do. Oof. I hate it. And also someone that obtained images of him in the hospital, like with his eyes closed, laid back. So fucked up. Such a For real? Such a breach of privacy. Yeah, it's so, ugh. But I don't know. Prayers to him.
1: Please, God. Shout out to Missy Elliott, who recently was inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for being the first female rapper. To be included. That's a big ting. Yeah. She deserves. Shaka's it. going this year too.
0: Shaka is gonna be in it. Shaka oh, is wow. inducted. She's an inductee this year. It's amazing. Shout out to Missy. Missy deserves, and Missy is so humble and sweet and kind. Ugh. Even even her talking about it on Twitter. It's just like, girl, I don't think Missy knows who Missy is. <laughs> just like you she is literally an icon. A legend. An innovator. It's amazing. She's she's history.
1: Getting, yeah. Getting her respect or whatever. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's get into it, child. Met Gala. I went to a Met Gala watch party.
1: I was Shout so surprised to- when I saw this. I was like, what?
0: I'm trying to be social. <laughs> Shout out to the god, Kelly Augustine, for those of you who don't know who that is. She is a stylist to the stars. Also, I would argue a model. And she specializes in ones that have some meat on their bones. She styles everybody and anybody this a little bit thick. In addition to the skinny ones too. Um, Met Gala. I have thoughts about this because it's controversial. But first we can talk about the fashions. Did you add Doja Cat here?
1: I love Doja Cat. I love, I like her <laughs> a lot. Yeah. I really also liked Paris Hilton's look. I thought it was. Wait, wait! Before you
0: keep going, do you understand why Doja Cat was dressed like that? People Uh are like, "Oh, she's so unserious." She was dressed as Carl Lagerfeld's cat, who he loved, and the cat was beloved.
1: Instagram has a million followers. Yeah, but I thought, I mean, even if she didn't, even if it wasn't referenced to the cat, I still loved the look. I love. (laughs) I love. I love how she does her little avant-garde thing mm-hmm. in such a, it goes over what's acceptable in a lot of ways, but it just is always chef's kiss. It's always done so well. Um, she does it so confidently. And I also really liked Paris Hilton. You men, you mer, um, mentioned a lot of the people that I like, so I didn't want it to overlap. But listen, pr- n- Project P number two is back on these streets now. Paris Hilton is back out she's we didn't talk about this she's married and a mother now but she's also come out around like you know
0: her abuse
1: her abuse and bringing a lot of light to i i think the ways that she probably disassociated in the ways that she was just like surviving in so many ways but some terrible um history but she's she's back as the more stable it girl and i'm not mad at it and her outfit looked Fabulous! As my I don't remember hers. Say.
0: Um, Lala, I loved the people at the party. Did not they were like, oh my god, they hated it. And I was like, I love this look. I love that hair. I love the dress. Lala's new body and face—they look great. Oh, Yara Shahidi, baby, that was a different—that was a different energy from her. That was a grown. I'm grown. I'm sexy. I'm a woman. Energy. She's so beautiful. She's so. Beautiful. Mm. Uh. Cardi, I think. Cardi had four looks <laughs> yesterday, but I think she really nailed that first one. I loved that it was more conservative for her. It was definitely his style, apparently, as I had to Google him at the party. <laughs> Michelle, yo, listen, I love that woman. She looked angelic. She just, I love, I just love, I love her. Um, and I think Tiana Taylor was the absolute best dress, even though she had to oh, hop up the stairs. Oh my God. She nailed it from the ponytail in the back, like him to the glasses, to the Chanel tweed. Apparently that was all the things that he was. It was like, but it was her too. So everybody was just like, she won the night. Hmm. <laughs> um, Sabrina Elba, um, who is married to Idris Elba. She got this pixie cut wig that was, That's a beautiful lady. That is a, she looks like the Oscar statue. That's what I, Oh, like a bronze Oscar statue. She's just like, somebody needs to, I don't like, study her genes. That lady, her skin, (laughs) her aura, I can completely understand. He talks about seeing her. I think she was a waitress at a restaurant and he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Who are you? hold up and then she's just really regal I, i've i listened to her some interviews of hers and she's just a brilliant kind of behind the scenes bombshell powerhouse woman here oh, for it sure. here for it Let me see but outfit. the it couple carisha and puff child they were girl it cover
1: over rihanna and her boy
0: I mean, no, nobody's ever over Rihanna okay, and that's good, uh, But Rihanna didn't show up and I was, she didn't show up for the, the, for the actual coverage, the television coverage. She came fashionably late and all we got to see was the damn Instagrams videos. But Ka- when Karisha, let me tell you, they were panned out. And all you could see, we were like, who is that? Is that Janelle Monet? Because it was just like this kind of seashellish. It was a very, it was gorgeous. Whatever it was, it was gorgeous. And then when they panned in, they zoomed into that face and we said, oh, courageous. <laughs> girl, the way everybody in that room screamed, it was a collective pride of like, look at our girl go. And she was, Still so herself. She was up there. I love La Lala, Lala put him on blast. Lala was like, so do y'all go together real bad? Like, what's up? <laughs> and Puff did his puffy thing and was like, I mean, you know, she's like my date for the night. Like this one of my best friends. We don't got to put titles on it. And she stood there like, "Mm-hmm. yep, I'm, I'm 10 toes down. I feel good about this relationship. And then she even, he was sweating from the question child. I said, somebody get him a napkin. And she took her little beautiful Angelic can with her glove and wiped his brow. I said, <laughs> wow. Wow. Whatever Carisha. it is. Whatever it is, it's working for them. And mm-hmm. I'm, I love to see
1: yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. I love her now,
0: life. Let's ruin the fun. Uh oh. Met Gala controversy. <sighs> so. Carl Lagerfeld again. Someone I I know his face, I know his silhouette. I don't know much about him. And then as I as I was listening to folks talk, specifically black, was like, you know, he was like the worst, right? I'm like, what do you mean? Well, in the research that I did, Carl Lagerfeld. Let's let's start off with fashion icon, similar to Anna Wintour. All right, he revived Chanel. He's designed for Bailman, Chloe. All, all this shit. Like he had his own clothing line apparently, but like didn't spend much time on it. I don't know. I don't understand all of the fashion stuff, but he is an icon. He's a, someone who's just super innovative, whatever. But Carl had a lot to fucking say, yo. And I don't know if I bang with Carl. In 2012, he said Adele was just a little too fat. That's a direct quote. Then he told a German magazine that no one wants to see plus-size models. You've got fat mothers with their bags of chips sitting in front of the television saying that thin models are ugly. He also mocked the Me Too movement. What shocks this is a quote, what shocks me in all of this are the starlets who have taken 20 years to remember what happened. Not to mention there's no prosecution witness. In response to models safety, he said, If you don't want your pants pulled about, don't become a model. Join a nunnery. There will always be a place for you in the convent. They're recruiting even. He was also criticized for his comments about Germany's 2017 decision to open its borders to Syrian refugees. One can't, even if there are decades between them, to kill millions of Jews so you can bring millions of their worst enemies in their place. Days later, he also added, the greatest thing Germany invented was the Holocaust. He also (laughs) (laughs) was against gay marriage despite being gay himself. Oh. I ask, why on God's green earth are we gallivanting at the Met and celebrating him? Janelle Monet. I'm looking at you too, queen. Cause it, it you know, Girl, Janelle Monet is Janelle. like, our, our LGBTQIA kind of like spokeswoman. Shit. Don't put that on that woman? I know that's not right. But <laughs> I, I, I really, I like Janelle. I think Janelle.
1: Or am binary She doesn't, she doesn't, uh, I oh, non-binary.
0: Really. I didn't know that. Okay. Listen, e- even more reason. You think you think if he was against gay marriage, he would really be with this non-gender conforming stuff? No, I don't get it. Ashley Graham, maybe it's an act of defiance, but they seem to love him. They seem to exalt him. You know, Ashley Graham was there and and I understand it's like this very <sighs> high-end social event. If you get to go, if you're invited to go, it's it's like a stamp on your social resume. It means you are of value. And we're going to get into this a little bit later. But I am just confused by the celebration of him. Should we overlook these comments He that he honestly often doubled down on and he never apologized for? Is this the very thing that's wrong with fashion and and society? Does his contribution outweigh his bullshit? I don't know. What do you think?
1: I mean, I feel like fashion is synonymous and has always been known for and has slowly we're seeing it crack, but not really. Um, Being super exclusive, Mm. It is all of the, it is about exclusivity. It's about clicks. It's about having access. It's about mm. um, so much of fashion. Um, when you talk about uh, the collections is like, they're one of a kind handmade things that are kept in its house that not everybody has access to. It. it it's all about, it's, it stands for that in so many ways, what to speak in class, in sex, in race, in gender. It is completely against this new progressive, um, conscious way of of trying. It's, it's, it's not trying to change in a lot of ways and mm-hmm. it is what makes it what it is, like being super thin. Um, has always been a problem and everybody knows it. Everybody knows this is not a new thing. Um, the racism, we did the whole episode, gosh, what'd you call that man? La Roche. Chow. I
0: ain't calling that. I call him La Roche. You did. And I was wrong. <laughs>
1: and his name is LaRoche. I apologize. <laughs> anyway, we're seeing these um these moments of it being cracked open, but I don't think there is any incentive to break um to break that wheel because it's hmm. so attached to status it's so attached to status the the fact that Janelle Monet's ass was running up in there for Carl Lagerfield it's absurdity it's what? absurd in a lot of ways Rihanna but as well though look at what I mean, Fenty stands for all of it it's just absurd it's like make it make sense it doesn't make sense so little nas x little lizzo nas x. it's interesting it's almost like it's <laughs> it's crazy i it's, love <laughs> it's absurd and you but know but what i'm oh, sorry ahead. it's
0: easy i think for us to sit here and say that because we ain't invited to this shit yeah you know i mean I if mean, we were invited we'd be like oh no, we can't go because Carl Lagerfeld was a pro- was problematic.
1: I feel also, like we might. He's also wildly talented. And it's always this question of separating the artist yep. from the art. He was mm-hmm. wildly impactful, highly respected, and made in amazing artwork yeah. that changed the game. Do you, is somebody completely discredited because of that? I don't know. It, it should... It, I don't know. I don't have the answers to this. I... To me, I think it, it makes would, sense.
0: I think it would be more cut and dry if he wasn't still alive. The fact that he's passed, I think that that helps people be like, oh, well. You know, he had these he had these problematic views and takes that Holocaust quote was wild. That shit was crazy,
1: but it was contradictory. I don't even understand. First, he said, like, how could you I bring-? know? Like, what are you? But.
0: Well? If he were still alive and they were honoring him, it would be much harder to get past these comments because people would bring it up. People would challenge him. People would ask Anna Wintour probably more about it. It would be more topic of conversation. I feel like when people pass, their art lives on and then we kind of let the other stuff go,
1: I think. Uh Maybe if you're Kanye, but like again, we bring up Kanye West, and you have this artistic genius who said his shit about Jewish people. Right? Will he be honored? Again, it just it doesn't make any sense, but it makes so much sense. It works right. like clockwork. It's just yeah. a masterpiece of its insanity and hypocrisy and duplicity. It's almost beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It is that <laughs> the was amazing. fact that you have all these people. Yeah, that's wild to me.
0: (laughs) Celebrating. Gallivanting. I do want to say that Jamila Jamil, uh, this is an actress best known for The Good Place. She wrote on Instagram, Hollywood and fashion said the quiet part out loud when a lot of famous feminists chose to celebrate at the highest level a man who was so publicly cruel to women, to fat people, to Mm. immigrants, and to sexual assault survivors, mm.
1: wow, it's so weird. Double consciousness. We're unwell, and <laughs> all of us broke, impoverished, judging exploited and- people in the house, judging them, and also upholding this. Like upholding also, we're upholding it.
0: it, and it's aspirational. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the craziest. burn it down. There's no salvage. Unwell. It. <laughs> unwell. Seriously, we're sick.
0: Yo, I don't care about this next topic, but go right into it. It's ridiculous.
1: You know what I said? Talk about Brian McKnight. Anyway, when I did the research, this is all old news. All I can say is watch out for black Twitter because it will bring your shit up out of nowhere. (laughs) Brian was minding his fucking business. Brian McKnight. And first of all, Brian has a terrible record for physical... Abuse um, in his marriages and against women, some of, of which rang closer to me than I even knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been known to ha- be estranged from his four biological kids and had like a really hard relationship his with them. black him.
0: biological kids, to be very clear.
1: his bla- Oh, this is about race on the low? It's also it's about race everything- everything- <laughs> because the new kids are, are not
0: their... They're with white folks, I believe. With she the white is woman.
1: Puerto Rican. I don't
0: Leilani think so. Lilani
1: Mendoza, that ain't no white woman's name. Oh, I
0: apologize. Keep
1: going. They're
0: Brian calling her night, a white Puerto Mr. Rican. Mr. Wrinkle
1: Forehead R&B crooner. He, <laughs> that man has had a wrinkle in his forehead since he was 14 years old. He's had this intense brooding forehead that is, I've always looked at. Um, but anyway, he's blatantly... People are bringing this up from... 2020, 2019. Or I think it's even going all the way back to like 2017. I think some of them are dated, but they brought it up. Now, this is cold blooded. Okay. This man has four kids, mind you, biological kids. He wrote on his stepdaughter's, inst- wrote about his stepdaughter, Jules, I became a girl dad because of you, and I couldn't have asked for a better daughter. <gasps> If my dad wrote that about another daughter and I'm still living, that would hurt me so bad. He's gone on to say to his defense that, you know, he takes care of his kids financially, you know, that which is not taking care of them. But go ahead. And trying to make that it's just kind of like yo, we just don't get like I just don't we don't get along kind of thing. Many of his kids have both his daughter and his son have gone online to talk about their um, hurt and their confusion and their like pain that is reverberates throughout the entire family onto the grandchildren of Brian McKnight. At this point, he has um,
0: he well he's also said too that. None of the children before this marriage were children that he wanted. And so that is his defense. And he's also exalted the first baby. They did lose a child, but he said, you know.
1: That he had with the wife he has yes, now, And he
0: and he thanked her for giving him, even though they lost the child, that he said this was the first time that he's ever felt like this kind of unconditional love and excitement towards fatherhood for a child that he's wanted. Like, you ain't have to say that, you Like, you're offering up stuff that's hurtful to your other children, whether you wanted them or not. You created them. And you're a little bit of a monster a little bit. And you and I know personal information about him that he ain't right.
1: Um, It's one thing for your parent. To abandon you and like go on in your other life, and like mm. you know that's one type of rejection and abandonment to have that so active and blatant and like public, it's like razor cuts like that hurts yeah I I pray, um, yeah, I pray for those kids that ain't right, that's fucked up, Brian, oh, what's wrong, wrong with you? I don't know, this was really interesting. Oh my god, I don't care. Jessica about Harris and the and the brat, the brat. I don't like saying her name. First of all, the brat is <laughs> carrying. That she's in a um. She's married to Jessica Harris, so they got a sperm donor. And I, correct me if I have this all wrong, but I believe they have a, a reality show together, and they have been taking people along on the journey of them trying to get pregnant. I have and no s- idea. Yeah. And so they are have chronicled chronicled I'm saying words. They have recorded and have people following them along. And in this you see, which I think is really important and is kind of being overshadowed, but they were looking for black sperm donors. Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to find donors in this in this world of in this world, period. And the brat made a joke about it and sharing their experience about how the pickings were so slim that the only uh, black male donor looked like Jimmy to the Cricket or something, like he wasn't cute, and they didn't want to pass it on to their kids. So they just recently revealed that they got a donor, and the donor is a white man. And they caught all this flack around it, saying, you know, it's for... You want the kid to look a certain way. Um and Jessica Harris, the the wife of the brat who's not carrying, was like, yo, yes, that was a very distasteful joke that my wife made, but also you don't understand how difficult it is to get a black donor it's almost she says you have no idea going into this that our chances we had no idea going into this that our chances of a black donor would be slim to none and that she was a carrier of so many disorders they also mm. their window um of getting a their that our window was so slim and such high risk because of the age so it was kind of like we got to do this now if we're going to do it um yeah. And so they kind of did it because they really, really want to have a baby and they didn't have any opportunities. So I guess what does one do in this situation? Would you accept another race if it meant that you could one have your baby and it would be you have a higher chance of having a healthy baby? Or yeah, would you of be course. like
0: Of course. Yes. If I really wanted to have a baby and I wanted a healthy baby, I don't know if I would be. Hmm. Let's be honest. I was about to say, I don't know if I'd be looking at the pictures like, mm, I don't think that's going to mix well with me.
1: But of course, it's a biological yeah.
0: thing that you do like. Yeah, I probably would. But if I was really that desperate, I don't know. I'm not in this situation. I'm more curious about why aren't there black male sperm donors? Child, It's that feels crazy to say because there are so many. Like y'all, just do it this way. Stop having Don't the babies you and leaving. For that, yes. Y'all, excuse me. Tap tap excuse tap. Excuse me. On the mic, <laughs> go excuse handle me. this. Like, what's up? Th- this is a, This is, I think, something that needs, um, needs to I'm, be discussed more. Yeah. There's There needs to be more visibility around this lack. Yeah,
1: and I and the less about oh you trying to da 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 da, and more like they really want to have a baby. And they're really trying to make it happen.
0: Yeah, and there's no real understanding.
1: They're, yeah, there's they had slim pickings.
0: It also highlights just how pre- prevalent um, colorism act is still is and is still deeply hurtful. So of course people are going to jump to that, and it's still a very real thing. And also how quick we are to cast judgment without knowing all the information. It was a distasteful joke that Debrat. Debrat. Duh Brat. Say? What'd I say? Debrat, You
1: said it. It just makes me <laughs> upset.
0: Duh Brat. Why would why do you put a space in between the two? Duh and then Brat. I think it's all together. I You'll say it quicker so. if you just like that. Debrat. Brat. If it's a space there, I hate it. Is it a space? There is a space, yeah. Hate it. All right, yeah. I don't know what she was doing over there.
1: I hope <laughs> they have a healthy baby. 16. Yeah, I Apparently. hope and she's so cute. Healthy, oh, white she's baby. so cute. Huh? The brat's pregnant. She's so cute. She's so sweet. I I don't know how. I watched little videos of her rubbing her belly and just. They have such a sweet relationship. So, for real, for real, congrats to them from the biracial duo over here. (laughs) (laughs) Shout
0: out. That's why I said I don't have (laughs) any stake in this. I don't want to talk about it, please. (laughs) All right, let's get to it. And finally, boom. Uh, this has gone viral. Everybody's talking about it. Ebony K. Williams has an interview with I Ayanla, excuse me. Uh, for the Grio. Shout out to the Grio. Shout out to Ebony K. Williams. Shout out to Ayanla. Now I'm a preface with this. Ayanla, I don't like her methods often. <laughs> I'm like, yo. And Crystal reminded us all. She was like, gentle reminder, this woman does not have any degrees in psychology. <laughs>
1: She's a she is not a therapist.
0: therapist. I actually do think she finally did get a degree in psychology, but I don't believe that she's a licensed therapist. I'll take that back. I don't know, though. So when you call her Dr. Ayanna, it's a doctor, I believe, of law.
2: Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
0: Should have looked that up. Maybe you could look that up for me. Ebony K Williams is a lawyer by trade, media personality, powerhouse, dynamic woman. Okay? I've had the pleasure of sharing space with her multiple times. She's been nothing but kind towards me, encouraging, generous, and pleasant. Um and I saw the I saw the first clip, you know, Ayanla, I don't even feel like playing it. Everybody's heard it. Ayanla. Really, the full interview was a great interview. And here, this is another thing. Folks, <laughs> you hear the clip. That's all. Did you listen to the full interview with Ayanla? Okay. So we hear the clip. It goes viral. That's what we base all of our assumptions on, all of our thoughts on, all of our critique, yada, yada, yada. I listened to the full interview. The interview was interesting. Um, I was... I was shocked that Iyanla asked her that question because the interview wasn't really supposed to be about Ebony, but Iyanla personalized it and Ebony did a good job to shift it away from her because that's not the point of the interview. Um, but it did highlight that, you know, Ebony K. Williams is a very successful in society's eyes, monetarily um, and in terms of just social status woman. And Ayanla asked her if she would date a bus driver. And Ebony (laughs) was, it's her face. It's the face and the purse lips. (laughs) That's really what got me because (laughs) she's a media personality. And and I think she meant it with her whole heart and soul. The idea of it was like, she said, if he owned a bus, like, mm -mm." got it. Now, I understood what Ayanla was saying when it comes to this, where she's like, no, see, that's, that's a problem because if he loved driving a bus, if, his, if he has great value systems, if he loves his mother, if he's ethical, all these things, then he should have a shot. I also understand Ebony's point of view of, listen, I, Ebony K. Williams, have amassed a certain amount of wealth. I have a certain lifestyle that I live. Ideally, I would want a partner who is not not only able to keep up with said lifestyle, but contribute to the lifestyle. And, you know, the, the, there's a certain, and this is not her fault, but this is just reality. There There are certain rooms that she's going to be in that a bus driver won't. And that's not her fault. That's the way society is set, set up. So unfortunately that's not how Ebony said her piece about that. And I think that's what she was getting to. Um, And I don't knock people for having um, certain standards for which, when it comes to dating, who they wanna share their lives with, who they wanna procreate with, whatever, what have you. I do think that Ayanla definitely has a point where, where, you know, that if if you're saying that he has to be able to own the bus company or own the bus or whatever the hell it is, you know, you're limiting yourself and you're you might miss out on someone who can offer you far more than what you're used to. They can offer you far more emotionally. They can offer you safety. They can offer you love, care, honor, respect, all the things. It's very real. So that's really a very personal decision. Ain't none of my business who Ebony wants to date, not to date. I got uh, a, li- a bit disappointed with her. And again, this is not any diss. This is not, you know, me trying to shade anybody. But once she saw all the backlash from her saying what she said, She doubled down and she doubled down in a way. I'm going to play the clip because I don't want to paraphrase what she said, but she doubled down in a way that I found to be disappointing. Um, So I'm going to play that right now. Monty, help me out. Play this damn clip.
2: 50,000 plus comments posted on social. I only saw a handful that even considered the possibility of a bus owner being a more aspirational position and recognizing that I am actually speaking and pouring into the ascension of black men when I said what I said. But see, no, some of y'all were too busy naming and shaming me personally, and black women in general, as undesirable gold diggers, and much worse. Now, I suspect that some of y'all are the same men that were bringing home C's and D's on your report cards, only to then be coddled by parents that said, well, that's okay, as long as you're doing your best. Well, listen, I love and believe in the excellence of black men. So no, my dear C's and D's or any other form of mediocrity is not okay. No, I will not create a soft place for you or anybody that I love to fall comfortably into the bigotry of low expectations. So I gonna say one more time, there's absolutely nothing wrong with driving a bus. My mother, Gloria, drove one for years. But could it be that Black America has been sold a narrative of average, regular, and typical being good enough for us? Hmm. Well, see, that's called white supremacy. And in this case, it takes the form of conditioning Black Americans to happily accept being a permanent American underclass. But see, because I know the truth about Black folk in America, no, average is not and will never be good enough for me. And the gag is, I don't think it's good enough for you, either.
0: Okay. So a couple things here. I'm going to take my time with it because I want to be intentional. Um, Yes. I will say that I think Ebony is right in in the fact that I think there are a lot of women that feel the way that she feels and they're not being honest about it. I think hearing it back that they're like, Oh no, you can't say that. Like now we got to hold our bus drivers up and this and that. But I, in my everyday conversations with women, um, a lot of, I would say a lot of women feel this way. And I saw some of the backlash that she got and it was very unfair. It was below the belt. It was, you know, she's a gold digger. She's old as fuck. She's this, she's that. She, this is why she'll never be married. Her eggs are scrambled. Really nasty comments. It's like, okay, so you're actually upholding <laughs> value, like fucked up value systems to condemn her for the value systems that she has that you are not in alignment with. So we need to check ourselves there. Now I did comment on this and I'm gonna read my comment because I think it's gonna help Just ground me in the conversation and I said this is said with no shade because I really believe ebony has pure intentions and I do um I do however want to offer all the love in the world to the many blue collar men and women who drive buses sanitize our streets and homes fix our plumbing etc these are the jobs that keep the world going round there is nothing mediocre about you or your contribution to society. In fact, without you, as we learned during the pandemic, we would live in utter chaos. Thank you for your work. There's nothing wrong with wanting black folks to elevate and strive for greatness, but there is nothing great about shaming them in the process. And apparently Ebony responded, but whatever. Um, And I can read that, but. I say all that because this boils down to, I think, our value systems, class, and like she said, white supremacy. But the difference for me is I feel like black excellence in this case and what she's talking about is only truly considered excellent if white America qualifies it as such, these value systems are not our value systems. And we're going to talk about this on Thursday where we're caught in this capitalist society where you are, your value is, is directly associated with how much you make, what your social status is, et cetera, et cetera. And that's really unfortunate. And I know I've dated bus drivers, right? There are plenty of bus drivers that make more money than me. I'm super clear about it. When it all boils down with their 401ks and their pensions and their benefits, they're good. So I also am not someone that has amassed the wealth and notoriety that Ebony K. Williams has. So I can understand that I'm going to have a difference of opinion because there is a reality around social status and class and who can date who and, and, and what have you. I am curious. There's so many things going through in my head because I'm like, if she were to date a bus driver, I feel like people would clown her and say, she's playing herself Mm -hmm. and she's corny and who the fuck is that? Mm -hmm. They would do that too. So she's damned. If she does, she's damned if she doesn't, which is seems to be (laughs) the theme of this episode, but I don't know, this really, the the doubling down and the the equation of um, mediocrity with blue collar workers and the assumption that their parents didn't hold them accountable or push them towards this greatness that we're all supposed to be striving for. It feels really unfair. And it feels really out of touch. And maybe it is, and I and I think it's deeply rooted too in the fact that she, from what I understand, has stepped into so many spaces and rooms where the odds were against her, and she's flourished, and she's overcome. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she went to, I believe it was North Carolina, um, UNC University of North Carolina at 16 on a full scholarship you know she talks about being a beauty queen and being in pageants and being a runner-up to this blonde hair blue-eyed woman I think that there's deep pain there I think that whatever it is that she's had to endure to get where she is is something that she it's a it's a badge of honor for her and she should be proud of what she's done but I, I think because she's had to endure that, she's failing to see that the, those systems are actually unfair. Mm-hmm. And that's not how we should be valuing mm-hmm. each other.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I don't know. I, I'll shut up. But And I, I can read.
1: You, I, I think you you've said pretty much everything. Um, these conversations exhaust me. And I mm. tap out, to be completely honest. And... I feel like, um, they are so polarizing, and a demand it requires all of us to be hypocritical or like to confront the hypocrisy and the absurdity of it all because yeah, I think it it requires us to hold multiple things at one time, and similar to what you said, um have a mirror to us in a lot of ways as to yeah. what do we really value what is our idea of what success is and one reaching their full potential and what a successful life is and what a full life is um, as well as the 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 idea that again and we'll talk about this that our value and our worth is somehow um, connected to what our labor is, Mm -hmm. which is just, yeah, just, it it has us all fucked up. And I think that this kind of conversation makes us see how, how fucked up we have it. and also, how deeply attached we are to a lot of those ideas, because similar to what you said, I don't think there's anything wrong with her saying that she wouldn't date a bus driver and that she would she doesn't she wants somebody that is of a different class. I think that a lot of cultures I'm watching um Indian matchmaking and it's I not knew about you were gonna love. say that it's not about love ever it's about how do our families link up? Like, what's your family's history? How much do you make? How are we compatible? How are we going to be complementary to each other to create a certain standard of life? And then, you know, love comes later. And that's like, you know, the the very notion of marriage or coupling had always been attached to wealth and property and like the sharing um, or the passing down of those things. So it's tricky. It's really tricky. When I mean, it com- and when it comes to black women wanting- That's another thing that we should talk about is that a
0: lot of people were saying, you know, black women are the only race that are asked to date, quote unquote, down. Even the idea of dating down, even that verbiage bothers me because yeah, there's so all, much in that, so right? Dating with, down.
1: with, Yeah.
0: With yeah. with shame, with uh judgment, with
1: with our you worth know, being connected to what right. we
0: our labor, what we do. And I think that, you know, I don't believe that black women should ever have to settle for less. I didn't see it as folks asking black women to settle down. And again, I'm not commenting on her first the first video and how she feels. It's not my business. It's the second one that I'm like, okay, gentle reminder. I just wanna say that these people that we all, and, th- and this is not, again, I'm not coming for her. This is for all of us to reflect on. How many times, you know, have we cast judgment on the porters or the garbage man or the bodega guy? Like how many times have we been like, oh, it's no, like, why are you even hollering? Do you see me? Why are you hollering at me? It's the same thing as like Debrat looking at the man's picture and being like, oh, hell no, there's currency there. No matter how desperate she was for a baby, it wasn't going to be with that person. And we all have a right to have our preferences. But it is also, I think, our responsibility to analyze and reflect on said preferences and why. Mm -hmm. And I have to do it. You have to do it. We all have to do it. I think and we all
1: we all have a she's I think we're projecting and that's this is the thing that gets that drives me crazy around these like big provocative conversations is we're all just like projecting onto each other because we're all in some way reflect the same um behavior ideology that mm-hmm. she has. And we're mm-hmm. just like it's embedded going in it's it's just a cacophony of people just i said what well, you said well he said no because da, 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 and then it just shows all of the i think what you said the wounds and the consequence of the of how we got fucked up how this yeah. idea that our worth and our value is connected to class and labor um yeah and and yeah it's it's connected to deep wounds more than uh this idea of deservedness and the idea of security um it shows how insecure probably a lot of us are i do want to offer place. this
0: because i don't want it to be one-sided um somebody tagged ebony and said i'd like to see you respond to what my comment was and ebony did say asking you shall receive i also saw a disproportionate number of black folks who were essential workers during the pandemic, dot, 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 and many of them died because they were on the front lines without options to work from home or to go on sabbatical. What some of y'all call shaming, I call loving. I have love and respect for all hardworking people, but I also love black Americans enough not to spare them of their feelings, but to tell the truth. We make up the majority of the vulnerable blue collar workers and we don't have to any longer. I think, again, that's without analyzing the system itself. If we don't make up the majority of the blue collar workers, which I'm not saying, I'm not at all suggesting that black Americans should or brown people should, somebody will. So there's going to be somebody who is on the outskirts, who is, who, who's lacking equity, and access and who's marginalized. And so with that said, the we need to analyze the system, how we value our workers, get them the benefits and the resources that they need. But the first step to that is to actually see and acknowledge their value. That is why they're marginalized. It's because we think that they're just, very much replaceable
1: No, or i mean but it seems to her that she thinks it's because of your own lack of sheer will ambition right. and your ignorance and it's like it's the bootstrap mentality of you have because the she's got it through the mud yeah. yeah so it so it's like unless you understand that system to be um a dynamic that's in place that doesn't have to do with individual choice, then it's always going to be, it's your choice, you're there, because you make poor choices, you're uneducated, and you don't strive to get A's and work hard the way mm-hmm. that I did, even though at what cost Right? did that come? And right. what's the probability that that could be allotted to everyone, like? And then
0: to play devil's advocate, there are folks that would hear us and say, yeah, but the reality is these are the systems that we live in. These are the systems in place. And we're going to talk about this on Thursday um, where there, we lack the imagination for anything else. So I, you have to arm your children and arm your loved ones with the skill sets in order to not be in that position. And then- I Again, most bus drivers making more money than me, (laughs) y'all.
1: Let me get a nigga with a UPS job. That's all I'm saying. If you a bus driver, you a mailman. But we're also not
0: millionaire women lawyers who have our own shows who are. No, I'm not. Who have amassed the wealth that she has. So our perspective is going to be completely different. I actually am grateful that she was honest. I do hope that and even in reading the comments Um, and I don't often read comments, but here they were more thoughtful and agreeable. So thank y'all for that. But you know, it's an opportunity for me to listen and learn as well. You know, and I again, I'm not trying to come for her. I wasn't trying to come for her. I was more so just trying to make sure that we're clear that these folks who are doing this work, it, it,
1: they were the ones that,
0: they were the ones that held us down during.
1: I mean, again, when shit th- got real, I think the most important thing, because and then it becomes this is such a great opportunity though to talk about the thing that's at the root of it, right? Is like your value is not in the work that you do, and that we're all sur- surviving. We're all like her, even her, making it to this place that she made it to is out of this deep desperate survival mechanism to aspire to just like you said this 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 um this inequitable place you want to replace black poor black people to be in this place of uh white people or this place of like success and money where you have more money in the world and you know what to do with like, well, do that, we really all want to be billionaires or Rihanna or millionaires when it's wildly harmful, harmful, like it's harmful. because, and, and, but then we value that though. So the conversation needs to be around like sis. Yeah, no, they like that. These people still, which I think you did like, they're still valuable. And the fact that we got it all fucked up—that our we think our value and who we have to marry and the work that we do—but that
0: that's white supremacy. That's not the other way white around. Supremacy and patriarchy. It's, it's, it's all in there. It's all that of shit it. She touched everything. It's that's it's bell. My, it's, oh what she say? Imperialist, capitalist, white <laughs> supremacist, patriarchy. Listen, it's it's all of the things, and and I really mean it when we talk about black excellence, right? we have to be much more specific and analyze what that means because what I'm seeing, especially in the era of social media where much of the excellence that we want seems very materialistic and I believe in luxury. I believe in leisure. I believe that black folks, brown folks deserve nice things. I am in no way saying that we don't deserve nice things at all. What I am saying is this idea of black excellence, like Beyonce goes to the Grammys, She wins all the Grammys award. We're pissed that she doesn't get album of the year. Why? Because the Grammys are what matter. The Grammys are where the white folks validate you. They say you were good enough. She could win a billion BET awards and we wouldn't, we, w- we don't look at it. We don't care. How many times were we pissed off that Jasmine did not win that fucking Grammy? You know how many other awards she has? NAACP awards, BET awards, all the awards. We didn't care until she got those fucking Grammys because we felt like, you know what? You are going to fucking igno- see us and acknowledge us. We needed that validation. How dare you? And then you get it. And what does it mean? It's like we ha we have to create our own value system, and I'm having a hard time with black excellence at this point because I feel I truly feel like it it's only excellent if it's qualified by white folks, and that is a fucking trap. it's a trap, and I don't want to play that game. It's a dangerous game because once you get there, you're still not excellent.
1: No, you're just a part of this. An equitable system. system. You're just exactly. on the top. You're just the exploiter. You're just the one that has more than you need. Yeah.
0: Any, well. I did have another clip, but we're going to go because we're tired. But I did, I again, I, I, I hope, encourage folks to actually listen to the full interview with Ebony and Ayanla. It was, it was a really great interview. And Ayanla drops a fucking... She drops a gem about feminism, honey. I said, "Oh, that's it," and it it was it was good. Maybe we'll revisit that next week. Um, but yeah, be, don't beat people up when you see shit like this. I hope that you take a second to be like, "Why? Why do they feel that way? Where are they coming from?" Even if it does hurt, even if it is painful. I well, mean,
1: where am I in this? Because she's not again. Yeah, what you mean? Again, I, I mean, because
0: like, I, I think I took it. I think I responded to it because I'm of that bus driver class.
1: Or we have all <laughs> we are all in this space of. Equating worth with work yes, and our absolutely. value, all of, of us. So we're like mad at her, but we all I'm not mad at her are doing it. I'm well, not mad man, at her, I'm, but that wasn't for you. The, the where we are shocked and we are like ready to critique her when it's like, nigga, we not no. us being a fish in the ocean, mad at her for blowing bubbles. Like what? A, we
0: in a fucking ocean. What I say, you know how many women I know that are like, listen, you you hear our girls talk.
1: We've all done it. I've done it. You've done it. All We've all us. done it. It's just
0: so it's a it's a. What she offered us is is a time to reflect. And yeah. I think I I put that on the thing too. We all need to take a look at ourselves and how, how quickly we forget the value, the real value of folks.
1: Do we even Child. know? Do we even know? Could we even have a, con- like that's a whole other conversation. Do you even know what your value is outside of what you produce and your labor that you offer you know who to does other know? people either for money or not? No um I fucking
0: know. what's her name cole cole arthur riley knows she got an amazing chapter in that goddamn this here flesh that it's book for real. that's on what, mm-hmm. dignity and mm-hmm. your intrinsic value as a Girl, human being of god yes i'm trying to, it rocked my world Let's it fucking rocked go. my world i'm telling okay. y'all i've been talking about this book
1: You can't, what did did Audrey say? You can't dismantle the master's house using his tools. I made that shit up, up, but that shit was
0: fire. (laughs) That shit was
1: fire. But I think it is. I think it's that. You don't, you don't get rid of this shit by being the ones that are the rich ones. You don't, you don't break the wheel. And Jay-Z, anyway, that's a whole conversation. I I
0: don't want to, I don't, I don't want to make it out to seem like I don't believe in black folks being rich. Being rich, there there's actually enough money out here for everybody to be, quote unquote, and rich. And that's
1: the biggest part, girl.
0: <laughs> there's actually enough money for everybody to have their to needs have met and to have luxury and to yes. have a wonderful quality of
1: life. Mm, it's f- have their babies be protected and yes. educated and cared for. I'm Ooh, not it makes knocking, you mad when you think about it. Yeah,
0: I'm not knocking her for working as hard as she does or anyone to create the lives that they have for themselves but those systems are a fucking problem anyway somehow our pop culture turns into what feels like more self-work in politics shout out to us what's the name of this episode he was like do you know what your value is outside of work. You might have said it like five times. I said, cook, Shanti, do you know what your value
1: is outside of work? No, absolutely not.
0: Maybe that's absolutely the question. Not. Maybe that's the episode. Do you know what your do value is? You know do you, you know?
1: If you think you a real ass nigga because you riding a bus, is that true? You think you a real ass nigga because you own a bus company? One's better than the other one? Who about to the nigga ride, that invented to drive the bus? The bus or He's to own the, the real bus. fucking <laughs> the MVP. <laughs> nigga, that the mind behind that shit. Anyway,
0: T- all right, that's it. To drive or own the bus? To drive or own the bus? That is the question.
1: You trying to drive the bus or own the bus? Real rap.
0: I'm not trying to own the bus. Own the bus. What does that even mean to own a bus? You the bu- like, own
1: bus cup. Comp- you own it. Robin Hood. It. What's it called?
0: greyhound that is robin hood is definitely i'm obsessed with you, you met peter pan <laughs> greyhound it's she said robin hood that's a financial app shout <laughs> out to you all right we're done
1: people apparently i learned on netflix okay <laughs> <laughs> all right
2: on the show how to
1: get rich because i'm not trying to get rich and i don't care about money <laughs> fuck the nature shit that's on there i'm like i'm watching this <laughs> Mr. Patel.
0: But so we just said that there's enough money for everybody to be rich. There really is. Listen, shout out to the bus drivers. I tried to have a relationship with a bus driver. Who the, was only the bus driver that you Baby, di- <laughs> the dude that pulled up on me at Bedvine. It was like the the issue was his hours. It was like All a date right. felt like a sneaky link. I said, sir, not you getting off at 12 a.m.? my mailman
1: bag, girl? Remember my mailman? No. Fumbled it, yeah. The your taco man? biting into the taco. Oh. <laughs> Girl, Fumbled that pension, that
0: stability. <laughs> see, and you went straight to his value and his money. See, see, fucking it up. See, we're un- we're not well. My my, I don't even think he was a bus driver. I think he drove the trains. Thank that you very so much. Crack. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like yo it's really twelve thirty in the morning and you're asking me to go on a date and the only thing that's open at this time on a Tuesday is your home
1: mm, and tricky. then would get
0: mad at me not even would get mad at me but then would like be annoyed
1: like grow up girl Come because he'd be dip. trying
0: to push up yeah I'm like bro this is like the second time we hung out and you're not saying the buzzwords to get me open yet. You didn't like,
1: say intersectionality.
0: <laughs> you, you never said projection, patriarchy, care, <laughs> love. You ain't say none of that. <laughs> you ain't say none of that to make me wanna
1: <laughs> pop this say, pussy open. Pop that, but you <laughs> what? not on my back,
0: nigga. Well, he was like, I, he's like, Bell who? Ah, no my doorbell he was like
1: at doorbell- the home
0: depot that's
1: some fucking tools and <laughs> some shit the fuck is that audrey
0: <laughs> lord no the only lord i know is jesus
1: what white jesus I white jesus his
0: photo that. hanging child i can't Come yeah that was dick. a dove. he was handsome too that was a shame wow. again more currency i gotta go I, my whole we're not well
1: is warped we're not well Got our value. Cute?
0: We we got to figure out. A, let I don't know if I'm down for that episode, but I think that we should figure out our value oh, what, systems. What? what we should be honest about our value systems, all the currencies, or ba- maybe the currencies. Like if we're being honest, we want somebody who doesn't look like Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm upset for real. I I need to reflect on my myself. <laughs>
1: I just want somebody to be obsessed with me. (laughs) Bottom line, (laughs) obsession. Borderline annoyed. Like,
0: like you ain't right. I've been here. You don't really want it. You don't really want it. You ain't really with the shits. If you was really with the shits. With a penis, unfortunately. Girl, you could buy one of them. (laughs) You're sick. (laughs) That's disgusting. I could never. I would be so grossed out. Like, yeah.
1: Be obsessed with me, but don't fucking act like it. Like, don't let me know. <laughs> damn, if you do. Men. I feel so sad. Damn, if you We're terrible. <laughs> we are undateable.
0: We we cannot be sociable.
1: We have no limits because of capitalism. We weren't taught to. It's
0: not just capitalism, it's our work to figure this thing out. <laughs> but say them buzzwords, but don't say too many. And don't say it like a damn. What is it called? A caption on the Instagram. S- slam poem. I don't want to oh. hear that shit.
1: Look, I went somewhere and I went to a networking event and I was sitting next to this guy and we had mutual friends and he, he didn't seem like he dated black women at all. Why right? did he not seem He like just that. didn't. Like I wasn't, I got, my radar on. is fucking strong. All right. I all knew it, right. but I was wrong because he was like, oh, my ex is over here. And I was like, oh, Okay and um somehow or other he's talked about yeah like because we have to protect black women right because like they are the most marginalized <laughs> and and i was like what is this an instagram caption <laughs> like it was so it was so so you know what it is inauthentic and that's like, what it is. We're all getting this information, but we don't really know know the,
0: what it means.
1: It's not in the, our context of our life. It's not really like no. we're just saying shit that we're sounds just right.
0: Regurgitating it. That's why Myself the men included. that I named, I vowed. No, that's why the men I name, I vouch for them because it's authentic from them. I think I don't really know Dar like that, but other people I know vouch for him. So, are right. <laughs> if I'm being honest, but. That's what it is. It's, it feels inauthentic. And I think the way that you present, see, here we go. The way you present in the world, you will get it. Like, girl, girl, if my hair is straight, I swear to God in my life, these men approach me completely different than if it's curly. They'll be Testing, like, oh my test- queen. And I'm like, what? And then if, if it's straight, is curly, it's like, they say queen. Yes. That's when they hit me with the bell. Hey, don't you
1: ever fucking call me a queen. Okay, hate it. <laughs> oh <laughs> gosh, I what do. if it was authentic? Don't like it.
0: What if he grabbed the back of your neck and said it?
1: Mm-mm. No,
0: still no, no huh? No queen. queen.
1: Unless oh, no. it's ironic. If he Rasheed said queen, like it, being a jerk. Yeah, yeah she says it, peace, peace, queen. Yeah, yeah, like I, be, I say, hey, king all the king. time, but
0: I'm. Yeah. It's usually like I'm so hard. You know, you lost the game. Oh. Uh, Sorry, here, that King. Like you know, it's a joke. It's a
1: blatant undercutting, disrespect. Iron. Yeah, you could never disrespect me a little <laughs> bit. Hey, Show
0: dude. me that you have a, a uh what is it? Damn, what's the word? Mm, not you. That's a currency. It. Not knowing words. Uh, your vocabulary. Bet if not you don't, be don't have a strong vocabulary, child. Currency the words
1: that she says, I be like, nigga, shut up. What <laughs> did you just say?
0: <laughs> all right, we got to go so we can read. That's the problem. <laughs> we talk too goddamn much. And we not read enough to be able to elevate I think and get to the place that enough. Ebony K. Williams is at where we uh, should all strive to be.
1: Yeah, I think there. I think there's not enough curiosity anymore.
0: Anyway, I'm tired. No, it's because our parents let us get Cs and Ds, and my parents never did. So, what's my excuse? I gotta go. I gotta read. I'm gonna go read Cole Arthur Riley right now. She about to talk to me about my dignity and virtue.
1: Whatever crazy that <laughs> she is, she is. She yo. is. I love her.
0: Anyway. This was a long-ass episode. Oh we are boy. at one hour and 42 minutes. We,
1: oh, my God. If you're
0: still here, thank you. Sorry. If not, we understand. <laughs> All right. And with that, we
1: are out. You have just heard an Around Curls, John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram
2: at Around Away Curls. We out early.
0: <laughs> Very good.